0: Great to be with you on another magnificent day here in Las Vegas, 101 degrees if you can believe that, but as they say out here, it's dry heat, (laughs) dry heat at 101, I'm not really sure if that makes me feel any better. Yesterday, we talked about the reality of dimensions beyond the physical world that we can see. I shared with you a little bit about the author, Carlos Castaneda, and his guru, Don Juan, and the recommendations on prayer from Father Sergius. I want to revisit today a scripture from yesterday, because I want to go a little bit deeper into it, what you should be thinking about when you read it, especially in today's world. Ephesians 6, chapter 12, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. The spiritual forces of evil. Man, that hit me in the face today. Starting my leadership class here in Las Vegas, police officers from all over the Southwest, We got into a conversation about human trafficking. It's in your face here in Las Vegas. Flyers people are passing out in the street, signs. Women you see in the casinos. She told about a party she had been invited to for a friend of hers wedding in the MGM Grand. It's a gorgeous facility. If your idea of success is decadence, and wealth, and the shiny things, you will find it at the MGM Grand. People from all over the country, all over the world, wealthy, wanting to be with the wealthy, the pretty, wanting to be the pretty. Success in the most superficial of Western ways. People smiling, people acting happy, people partying. They made their way to a high-end club at the top of the MGM Grand. It was like this wild party from a TV show or something. Beautiful people, tall ceilings, lights, music playing, a DJ, body sweating, moving as one. A wild rave with beautiful people and lots of money. Now, the officer in my class was a little uncomfortable, being there wasn't her scene but she wanted to support her friend and the wedding party and that was one of the places they were visiting so she kind of hung out near the back tried to stay out of the way amazed by everything going on around her and she was wishing that she could just leave a bouncer pushed her out of the way and she turned around to look to see she was near a door sort of a back entrance into the club. Now, obviously she wasn't dressed like a cop. She was just dressed like a girl out with her friends. So the bouncer pushed her out of the way and the door opened. And out of the door came in a row of prostitute after prostitute. Beautiful young women many of them foreign-looking. They filed pastor up the stairs into the VIP room, the place where all the successful people are, all the happy people are, all the people who are famous with money. And they were bringing them women, most of whom had started their career in prostitution involuntarily, Many brought from overseas. Many began to be prostituted when they were young. And it was happening right there in the open. In the land of milk and honey. Now, if that's what they do in the open, if that's what the high rollers and the famous and the people that go on TV and make movies and run businesses and their sons and daughters and the trust fund kids and the stock market kings and queens, if that's what they do in the open, what do they do in the secret? What do they do when they're not in public? What do they do when no one's looking? What do they do with those girls? What do they do with younger girls? What do they do with their money? Buying and selling flesh. It's normal to them. It's all around us. You know, wealth can be a curse because it allows us to indulge our basest desires with seemingly no consequences. Now, of course, there are consequences. Eternal consequences. Consequences that destroy families, destroy futures. But you might lose everything you love. You might lose your self-respect. But if you got money, you can go get that car. You can go get that girl. You can go buy those drugs. And you can feel like, in spite of everything you've squandered, you can do whatever you want. And then you descend deeper and deeper into a darkness that you cannot escape the spiritual forces of evil you think that's just happening in a vacuum i think there's not more to life than the physical and what we see i've often thought this if There was no spiritual world and evolution was true. You would think over time we would have evolved to just do the pure good things. You know, it's true today, and it was true 10,000 years ago. You don't do bad things. You have a big family. You love each other. You're tougher. You're stronger. It's more likely you'll survive. Why do evil Why follow your most base desires? Why live like animals? It's because there's more than this world. It's not that simple. Evolution in the physical, in some ways, explains very little. Because it only sees one dimension. It doesn't see the dimension that creates. It doesn't see the dimension that destroys. You see, God creates and evil destroys. But how does evil destroy? It does it masquerading as light from 2 Corinthians chapter 11 verses 14 and 15 and no wonder for satan himself masquerades as an angel of light it is not surprising then if his servants also masquerade as servants of righteousness those prostitutes were pretty they were healthy looking They were walking down the street dressed up by themselves. You might just think, look at that pretty girl. That's what we want to be. That's what I want. Not knowing on the inside. She sold herself like a piece of meat. and She was put there by people that took advantage of her when she was little. That when that rich, wealthy person is having sex with that woman, he might as well be having sex with that little girl she used to be. Did I just shock you? Because that's how evil it is. That's the world we live in. Evil is real and it masquerades as light and we allow it to exist mainly by just ignoring it, by thinking it's something that happens to somebody else. But it's all around us. We're in this battle whether we like it or not. Now, to kind of get back to what we were talking about yesterday, my young friend exploring other dimensions, using substances and experimentation to tap into these dimensions, well, that is the danger of exploring them without the armor of prayer, without the lucidity of being guided by nothing but God. Because you enter those demissions and you you don't have your full faculties and you're taking things like Carlos Castaneda to artificially tap into that. The light you see might just be the devil, the evil that wants to consume your soul, but does so with a smile on its face does so making you think that you're in light and and the whole time bringing you down into the darkness the drugs the mushrooms the peyote that you think opens your mind it's not really opening your mind it's like The shortcut that you find out later took you away from where you needed to go and put you in the place where the dark one wanted you to go. See, that world's out there, but there's a better way to find it, to experience it. It's the light of God, it's the light that doesn't lie, it's the light that doesn't masquerade as evil. And you don't find it by looking for your own experience. You don't find it by taking shortcuts. You find it by getting down on your knees. You find it by making prayer a focal point of your life. The Bible a focal point of your life. Church a focal point of your life. You find it by finding holy people who are sober-minded and humble and allowing them to guide you on this path and this journey. And when you do, you won't see that other dimension as some playground to be explored. You will see that other dimension as a reality to be feared and to be respected and to not be approached unless you do have the armor of God, the armor of prayer. They're all around us. We need people of faith to wake up and get deeper. Parents, churches, we failed generations of children. We've allowed worship and church to become superficial. We've allowed it in many ways to be a reflection of the masquerade of evil. You know, a friend of mine who's not necessarily a super spiritual person talking about these megachurches with rock bands. Called them Six Flags Over Jesus. And he's right. No, they're not all bad. There's some good in there. But it's a fine line. If you ask me, that's tempting the devil. That's saying we can be like the world. We can be like this light that masquerades as good, but it's really evil. And we can do that to attract people. But when they come here, oh, we'll show them the right way because really deep down inside, we're good. Are you good? Or are you deluded? Are you encouraging people to humble themselves and to get down on their knees and to go deeper into prayer? Or are you telling people, hey, this is about you, Come here and we'll give you what you want. Yeah, we get it if you don't want to go up to the MGM Grand and get wasted and chase hookers from Europe who started when they were 16 and degrade yourselves. Yeah, we're not like that. Oh, but that light's pretty. That light's fun. So, so why don't we just like sit here and Watch this rock band jumping around on a stage telling us how much they love Jesus. And then we'll feel better about ourselves than those bad people in the bar at the MGM Grand. Guess what? (laughs) If that's the case, if you're going to church to be entertained to feel good about yourself, you ain't no better than those people in the MGM Grand. You are just as deluded. You were just as deluded. You might say today was a cold dose of reality. I'm glad I talked about it. Sitting home in Indiana, even I can lose sight of the fact of the battle that we're waging of the evil raging in the world. But it's real, and those other dimensions are real. And to not talk about it, to not face it, to not be truthful with it doesn't help us. doesn't help us gird ourselves and face it and fight it and ask for God to be on our side. So hopefully you'll take today's cold dose of reality, and you'll take a minute to ask God to humble you to put you on your knees, to realize like it or not, we are in a battle with dimensions and evil that we cannot even see and we cannot even comprehend. And it begins with prayer. And it begins with asking God to be in us and to take our eyes off the light that masquerades as good, but is really evil. And to put our eyes on the light that is eternal and true and only comes from God. Chew on that, my friends. And until next time, I'll be with you again tomorrow. Another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey from Vegas. But until then, aim high, spread your wings, and keep your eyes on the things that matter and not the shiny evil things that would take your eyes off the things that matter. I'm your host Silouan coming to you from the city that never sleeps. Peace. You've been listening to the Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.